listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, everybody? John Pemba here with James Grandey. This is the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Recording here on Thursday evening for Friday's nine-game NBA DFS main slate. Uh, James, buddy, how are we doing? Doing well. Uh, weird, 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 weird Thursday slate that I'm already ready to forget. So excited we have another slate on Friday, per usual. And John, there's about, I don't know, 6,000 names that are over 10K on DraftKings for just a nine-game slate. I don't know, like... I don't think they've released like a statement on why their algorithm is spitting out prices that they have, but we've never seen pricing this. The two guys over 12K? Yeah, we've never seen that. And, and it's not like we haven't seen guys over 12K. Like their teams are like healthy. Like Giannis has everyone back. Jokic got Will Barton back. I don't know. I just, I don't know. And it's it's fine. I, I like it that way. It makes you think. I'm just saying it's just, it makes it, much more strategy-based than it does over on FanDuel, where you can just plug and play everybody. No, 100% there for sure. Of course, like you said, FanDuel, just everybody with their positions, whether they play them or not, you know, they are, you're eligible. And we can say the same for, for DraftKings as well. I mean, Paul George is a shooting guard. Mel Ball is a shooting guard. Things like that, obviously, stick out to this. But like you said, we got nine games. Uh, a lot of expensive players here, as we were you know, just alluding to. We have, like... 12 players maybe more over 10k i mean it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one here james so why don't we just jump into it we'll kick it off at the point guard spot you have luca doubtful to play but you got him at 11-9 probably not going to go against phoenix but there's a matchup uh we just saw you got curry on second night of a back-to-back after being questionable to play uh against went for went for 40 no big deal so that's cool yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Questionable <laughs> goes for 40, right? So, I mean, they got this matchup uh, now against Detroit. You got James Harden also at 11-11K. 11-11-2 James Harden. What, you know, Jesus. I mean, he was 11-3 the other day, so getting up there. He is home against Orlando. Westbrook there at 10-5. LaMelo's at 10-4. That is your 10K and above uh, point guard position. I mean, Curry's just on a different planet right now. So, like, obviously against Detroit, it's a good matchup completely okay if you want to go there Harden is expensive but again been much better sans that golden state game 50 or more fantasy points and three of five 48 or more and four of five so i think you can play Harden against the magic if you think the magic can keep that game close and then i don't know like westbrook lebron's questionable if if he plays you don't play westbrook you can if you want to, if LeBron doesn't, and then LaMelo, career-high 14 assists, and he only get, and he gives us 43 fantasy points. He's 10-4, tournaments only. So if I'm playing anyone up, up over 10K, it's Stephen Curry. And I think, I do think maybe take a shot on the Harden and then Westbrook if LeBron's out. I actually don't mind. I think this could be a very low-owned GBP play um, going up against the Pacers. And earlier this year when they faced each other, he had 59 fantasy points. So current form... Uh, you mentioned like he's 43, 43 fantasy points is over 10K. You don't want the 50, but you know, he also hasn't shot entirely great. There's always the upside for him. If the shot right. drops and he gives you what he gives you, like the 50 to 60 upside is there. So, <laughs> excuse me, I don't mind. I actually don't mind it for GBPs. I don't think many people will be on him for that play. Next tier down, you have Chris Paul. Again, a matchup we just saw here against in that game. 
33 fantasy points for him, played 37 minutes, but he shot two of 12. Like, is he going to shoot two of 12 again? doesn't seem to me like that would be an, an expectation for Paul. So 8,500, Paul, De'Aaron Fox against Toronto. Again, not really where we're paying the price tag off for him, uh, especially with Halliburton back. SGA against Milwaukee. Brogdon against Charlotte. Like maybe maybe you play Brogdon in that group. I don't, I don't know. I don't. None of those names totally jump out to me. I feel like we just kind of mosey on past that whole tier. Truthfully, maybe Chris Paul, as you mentioned, you don't think Chris Paul is going to go 2 of 12 from the floor again, but I think you're just moseying on past her. Cole Anthony went for 40, John, going 5 of 21 from the floor. Yeah. So He's, He did not shoot well against Brooklyn. Brooklyn is actually, I don't know, I feel like they, they have better numbers against guards than we give them credit for of late. So I just, I'm just like... It is 21 shots. I agree. It is 21 shots and making five of them and still going for 40. If he makes like eight of them, he goes for 50. All right. So, like, I don't hate that. I also don't hate, I mean, if there's no Luka, like, Jalen Brunson just went for 40 in this matchup, was one assist and one rebound shy of a triple-double, I would go there. The Dennis Schroeder revenge tour didn't get off to a good start. Willing to go back to the well, though. It's 66. Willing to go back to the well because the Lakers cannot guard anybody right now. Yeah. I mean, uh, he shot 6 of 12, right? He just gave you no rebounds, a couple of steals. He wasn't awful. He just didn't have the, the volume output. Plus, the Celtics offense, actually, lately has horrible. not been very good. 89, horrible. 98, and 99 for actual points in the last three games for them. So they're they're just out of sync a little bit, but I'd be willing to run it back here. We know how bad the Lakers are defensively. Yeah, and they're second in pace, so big pace of spot for Boston. Boston's 23rd. The Lakers are giving, getting five extra possessions a game on Boston, so big pace of spot for the Celtics here. Hey, my boy got a point guard eligibility here, James. He deserves it. He's playing point guard outside of his anomaly to assist game. And still has a double-double. Like, he's just, when he puts it all together, when he puts it all together, he's going to be a superstar. Soon. We can only hope. But still too expensive to pay. Brand. Josh Giddy, by the way. I know you guys. I'm sure you guys oh, know by no. right now, but Josh Giddy. Sorry, yeah, we never mentioned his name, Josh Giddy. Cade <laughs> uh, Cunningham. I, mean, I wrote him up in the playbook, and I said the other night, $6,100 is probably the cheapest we're going to see him again. Dude. I feel like saying the same thing about 6400 right? Like, he was the number one overall pick. He's starting to get his feeling on the on the ground here in the NBA. He's shooting a ton of shots. You know, he was one of eight shooting three. And he gave you 41 fantasy points. The game before, he was five of 11. He got 50 out of them. I, I think this is a play Cade till the 7,500 type of thing, right? Yep. And I, dude, we've been talking about it for a couple pods now. Like, his adaptation to NBA basketball was playing NBA basketball, not playing in the preseason he didn't have preseason like everyone else did. So Cade is learning on the fly, and things are, are slowing down drastically. And, John, the chipping in on the defensive end, steals in seven straight games or eight well, straight He's huge, right? He's like, huge. He's, he's huge. He, he's not a point guard, right? He's, I mean, he is, but he's, like, not. He, no, right. he's he shouldn't be. Yeah, no, he's, it's like when Brandon Ingram came in the league and, like, he's a right. point guard. I'm like, that's, he's not a point guard. He's 6'9". <laughs> Cade Cunningham is a point guard, but he's, he's not. He's probably a small forward, but... And they got him playing shooting guard, right? So, I mean, it's, yeah, he is, he's a mismatch. And as he continues to develop, and like you said, we're seeing it in real time, like this dude is going to be a problem. 
So I'm, I'm with you there, dude. Just let's just keep on playing Kate Cunningham, especially if you're playing multiple lineups. There's almost no excuse uh, not to get him in there. And, and I mean, I sort of feel the same way about Reggie Jackson to an extent, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. it is a back to back for them, but it's New Orleans. Jackson's taking a ton of shots. He's giving like this is like prime Reggie Jackson when he was the only guy in Detroit or leading the Thunder for a little bit, right? Like this is the guy that we want with the ball on his hand. Yep, and we are currently in the fourth quarter in that Clippers game. And the, yes, they are getting blown out, but he's taken 16 shots in 30 minutes. And it's something that we continuously say. It's like without Marcus Morris on the floor, we know Kawhi Leonard's not on the floor. Reggie Jackson is the second scoring option on this team right now. And if he gets a shot going, he's going to get you 20 shots and he's going to give you 30 plus fantasy points. So yeah, I'm with you, John. I think it's a, it's a fine play at 64. And also Pelicans dead last in defensive rating as of, as of this recording. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think another guy we can take a look at here on the Boston side of things, Marcus Smart's getting back into a territory where I think we can start considering him again. 5,500, you look at his fantasy production now, Jalen Brown in that lineup now, and he's gone 34, 42, 28, 29, 31. At 5,500, 27 and a half is your five. He's almost given you six X return in the last handful of games now. He can do it all. Russell Westbrook is a turnover machine. This could be a good game for Marcus Smart. Maybe cash games, but I think a dart throw, maybe even GPPs. There are times when Marcus Smart gets going, and he's, he's a really good basketball player. I mean, look at those steals. Maybe he's a FanDuel guy. I don't know what his price is over on FanDuel. A- averaging two and a half steals a game right now. I mean, he had a five-steal game against Cleveland recently. I mean, that's enough to get you over the, over the bump there. 6K. Yeah. So when and, he's hit, he's exceeded 5X four of the last five games on FanDuel. And the one he did, it, he had 29.3. So right. he was literally at like 4.9X. Yep. That's exactly how I'm looking at it. So smart someone, I think we should start maybe having re-entered the conversation there. Patty Mills starting still with, with Joe Harris out and, and Mills going mm-hmm. for 29 the other day. It's going to be hit or miss, I think, when it comes to him with his shooting. But at 3,800 on a slate like this, if we need value, he is at least starting. Yeah, I mean, he's given us 5X return or 5X to like 10X return the last three sure. slates. Even in the even in that floor, he's still given us 5X. So, yeah, I mean, as long as he's at this price and he has, I mean... The, you, need, you need 19 and a half fantasy points right. to get 5X. So. Right. And this is like the, the matchup, right? Like this yeah. is this is the matchup. So. Yep. Uh, looking at guys who truly play shooting guard, we have Devin Booker. I know we haven't wanted to play him at all, but he's 8,700 now. Like this is the cheapest we've seen going back to early November. Uh, do, you, do you have any love for, for the price at 87? Yeah, I think the zero assists is a massive anomaly because he's averaging five on the year. So we would have gotten another 40-plus fantasy point game uh, on a normal night at a Booker against Dallas, but he had zero assists, which again, not like the real Devin Booker. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I think this matchup is pretty good. It was a really good competitive game the other night. And that was in Charlotte, right? Or I mean, in Charlotte, in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, no, in Phoenix, no, it was in Phoenix and it was close. So again, this game is in Phoenix. So even if Luca doesn't play, like you have to feel confident that Dallas can keep this close, right? I think so. I mean, we, we've talked about some of Phoenix's struggle defensively, right? And, and while this game was 105 to 98, like they're they're playing close. And you actually had the stat that you sent to me, James. I don't know if you still have that within reach of you, but you mentioned, oh, maybe Dallas can keep this one competitive. And they did. 
right? And then they're still playing a bunch of games basically in a short amount of span here, almost playing every other night at this point. So yeah, I, I think Dallas can definitely be competitive in this one for Booker to hit value. Would you rather play Booker or Zach Levine? I mean, I don't love... They're like eerily similar, right? And Levine's price is going back up. He get, Here's the problem with Levine. He gives us 30 actual and hits seven threes. And still at 8,500 is not like it's it's there like we he gets us there yeah i don't know i i just i think booker's doing more and is in a better spot so i i lean booker i think levine is safe i think he has a nice floor but like as long as vucevic is still out which he's going to be so i lean booker and i think levine is fine for for cash games and single entry tournaments but yeah man i think the lean's booker Oh, with you there. Fred Van Vliet's fine for me, even on a back-to-back against Sacramento. I'm okay with going in that direction with no OG. Uh, and that is a big price drop uh, from those guys. You have Will Barton at, eight, at 68. You have Karis LeVert in a good matchup here against Charlotte at 67. Wiggins on a back-to-back against Detroit. Bronson God going up against Phoenix. He went for 42 the other day, almost triple-doubled. I think, you know, it's... it's so at least has to be in that conversation when it comes to this tier. I know we're not used to paying this price for Bronson, but we know he's productive when on the floor. Yeah, I mean, if you think this game is going to play out similarly to the last one, I think Brunson has to be on your radar. And the same goes for Tim Hardaway Jr. It's like, if you think this game stays competitive, then Brunson, Hardaway, Porzingis are firmly on. Probably should have been a shock to nobody that when one of the starting five for Toronto was out, Gary Trent's having a good night tonight. Probably something that we consider going back to on this slate as well against Sacramento at $6,000. Yeah, we've already been told there's going to be no OG, so there's no reason to suddenly go back on what we have said pretty much all year, right? And if LeBron plays... Do you discount Talon Horton Tucker, or do you think he is still a viable option? He should still start, right? They'll just slide, like, who they've been starting, Bazemore, Bradley, Monk, like, whoever it is. They'll just put them on the bench and have THT play shooting guard. They should start him still, correct? I think it's very hard to take him off the floor. Their current starting five is Bradley, Westbrook, Horton Tucker, Davis, Carmelo. So my assumption would be Bradley or Carmelo come off the floor. Probably, they probably still start Bradley, right? And they just take Carmelo off the floor and then bring Melo off the bench. Yeah, I think that probably makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably what makes sense. We mentioned Tim Hardaway Jr. and his numbers yesterday when Luca is off the floor and he came through 35 fantasy points. He's 5,500. I have no problem running it back here. And again, I know that he was 98 total points for Dallas isn't great. Hardaway, nine for 23 shooting, but he took 23 shots. So he's going to be out there just firing away. But at Luka Doncic out there, I think you got to throw him in some GPPs. Yeah, 5,500 is too cheap without Luka. You know, who else is too cheap, James? I don't know why. I don't know. I'm looking at it. You got a $100. You got a $100 price bump. Uh, My boy, Lou Dort. Now, it's it's Milwaukee. So, like, it's he's had better matchups during this run, but we've got five straight games now of at least 20 actual points. My man went for a 50-burger, man. 50 fantasy points against Houston, 37 minutes. You know, again, Milwaukee would be my only concern here, given, you know, the matchup. But at 5K, I mean, 
he's almost five xing you just in an actual point scored. So I would have I would be okay going back here. What if I told you that Milwaukee was twenty third in defensive rating over the last two weeks? I would say that they haven't been healthy. Correct. Okay. Just to, I, I agree. I agree. Lar- I largely agree, but I do think... No Middleton and Drew Holiday just came back. But, yeah, but yeah. I'm just... This may not matter, right? OKC maybe just... Maybe they just play their guys, right? He played 27 minutes in a 30-point loss to Brooklyn. Like, there's... Fair, he fair. played 30 minutes in a 20-point loss to Golden State. So, I mean, there's... This is a bad team that is just running their guys out there. So... Uh, 33 minutes and a 16-point loss to Golden State again all, earlier. So, yeah, Dory, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play him. Gonna, we're going to run him out there. Anybody else for you? If if Batum sits, I know they started in coffee today, but Kennard's having a good good game off the bench. And as I've talked ad nauseum on this pod, Pelicans against perimeter shooters, uh, they're along the second or third worst or highest three-point percentage to opponents this year. Yeah, Kennard's fine. Bruce Brown. Points. Yeah, it's Kennard, it's Brown, and Jay Rich. Jay Rich and his consistent 5X return yeah. is... They've given him a $100 rice prop. He's out there 25 to 30 minutes every night. I don't get it. So I will say, just it is worth noting, and you might know this more, but Boston listed Jalen Brown as questionable earlier today. Not yeah, out questionable though so i would just, be surprised but also interesting he because they they've said just he's been like two weeks so i mean has it been two weeks six, it's been six games the last time he's played was the fourth so that's 14 days yeah all right maybe he's maybe it's coming back well so, yeah i mean that's because that's noteworthy for pretty much we've this is the third boston player we've mentioned and if jalen brown plays we probably can't I would say Marcus Smart would probably be the only one of the the group. Yeah, probably. I do like Schroeder off the bench. That is his normal. But uh, 66, it's yeah, like. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, well, we won't know either, right? Are they home? Oh, they're home. 730? All right, we might know. We may know. I feel like I feel like the Celtics are pretty good in that regard. Yeah. Like, we know early. Yeah, we'll know early. Uh, small forward Durant against Orlando at 11-4. George against the Pelicans at 10-3. Tatum against the Lakers. Kobe narrative here for Kobe. It was his idol. He had that monster game against the Lakers. I think it was last year as well when toe-to-toe with LeBron. If Brown doesn't play, I think 10-1 for, for Tatum is a is a great price to get exposure to him. Even if Jalen Brown does play, knowing he's just coming back from the hamstring, like I still may go to Tatum. Yeah, I think it's a good price. I've been playing Tatum as bad as they've been. He's been producing, so he yeah, he is their offense. So I'm 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 perfectly fine going to that, going back to that well. Where are you going next for your your next tier of of small forwards? Middleton looked. I'm not gonna go there. 78. It's a good matchup, but I don't think we need to go there. Gordon Hayward's disappointing the last two games. Well, so so I guess it's not in Indiana, but it is the Pacers now. The Pacers narrative. Well, he's from Indiana. He was supposed he's to be from traded. Indiana. He wanted to be traded there. Celtics didn't trade him there. He signed the big deal with Charlotte. It's not Minnesota. We know he hates Minnesota with a pack, right. but there is sort of a thing there with the Pacers. And he went for 39 fantasy points in their earlier meeting, 10 of 22 shooting, 27, 5, and 3 against the Pacers. Maybe then. Maybe. Wait, he was weird like that. There, there are teams that he just like goes off against. So. <laughs> I mean, the Minnesota thing is, like, go go look up the history of Gordon <laughs> Hayward versus Minnesota. It's just, it's like, 
for whatever reason, just hate. Uh, they must have spit in his soup. And- I really like Josh Hart again, John. Because yeah. Josh Hart just continues to be really – doesn't really have to shoot a whole lot to be really good either. I want to mention quickly, because uh, I just wanted to look it up here, because we didn't go over it actually at the top. Milwaukee's giving 13 to OKC. Brooklyn's giving 12.5 to Orlando. And Detroit is getting 9.5. Those are the, the spreads that we have right now that are three games of basically 10-plus. So That's fun. That's fun. It's going to be so fun. The only thing I'll say about the Golden State one is they're on the road and they're on a back-to-back. So, so, so I like Sadiq Bay. I, yeah. you know, I, I, wrote, I wrote him up in the playbook. Uh, even on the podcast, I said I was, man, I was wavering. I was on the fence. Like, I ended up putting him in there. Only 26 fantasy points. But, I mean, like, he was okay. Five or 14 yeah. or three or four from three. He didn't give you any assists. You talk about anomaly. The guy's averaging three a game. Three right. game. The rebounding was a little bit off his norm there. And they well, they actually won that game against the Pacers as well. You mentioned Golden State's been playing a bunch of games now in a row. This is a back-to-back. Sadiq Bey, and he's, he's actually the cheapest. 6,100 is the cheapest he is. He was only cheap in the last 10 games. He was cheaper than 6,100 just once. He was 5,900 against Philadelphia. Every other game in the last 10, he's been over 6,300 or more. So... Uh, $200 dip on Sadiq Bay here, but it could be a value that we're getting on this player. Could be a value. Tough matchup against Wiggins, but they also rested Iguodala, and yeah. he'll probably be back here. So Versus, just nice. well, I guess, yeah, Poole probably goes on Cunningham, but I was saying, yeah. like, maybe Wiggins would go on Cade. That's a fair assumption, too. And you've mentioned it before, too. It's like, we got to stop worrying about, like, Yeah, I wrote that player, the other day, too. Someone's like, player. oh, DJ Tucker. And I was like, yeah, I kind of, regular season, one-on-one defensive matchups, I kind of don't put a ton of weight into all the time. If it was a playoff, sure, like they're going to try to lock him up. But game 12 or whatever we are, right? right. Like, so yeah, some, so maybe some, some Sadiq Bay. We mentioned Trent and THT. Healed is still fine. I like that the price keeps going down on him. Uh, he's 5,800. So on DraftKings, like when he gets in this, this sub 6K range, I kind of want to start finding him back up, right? Like he, he takes a ton of threes. I know his role is different when, and Halliburton's active, I'm okay with throwing him in a GBP lineup at, at this price. Yeah, I guess. Well, what is it that you don't like about it? I don't like having... I don't like where the Kings are in general. After hearing Tristan Thompson go off for three minutes on um, how the, basically his teammates need motivation, we're like 15 games into the year, and his his team's are, already... Are we taking that at face value? It's Tristan Thompson. He's on, like, his fourth team in five years. It's it's fair, but I've also... He was, been, a, he was a guy that kept violating the COVID policy last year in Boston. They had to sit him out for, like, three months. That's true. I, I've also... Who's really very, the problem? That's fair. That's also very fair. I feel like I've been very, like, upfront about my dislike for Buddy Heald only in this situation because they... Like, I know he still played 29 minutes last last time, but, like, 24-25 the two games prior, why? It's, like, because they drafted players that they, like, they acquired healed in a trade. They then drafted guys that are, like, kind of playing the same position as him. And at any point, he could play 24 minutes or 25 minutes, and that just takes away from the upside of 58. Like, I'd rather play Josh Hart for 55 or or go down and find a, a different value option than healed at 58. It's not that I don't like the player, because I think he has tremendous upside. It's just 
I don't like the fit that's in Sacramento. That's fine. What do you think? What do you think about Franz at forty three? I mean, we were paying this like we were paying a five thousand dollar price tag for a while. Right. Cheapest he's been in ten games. And and he's got for thirty one and twenty eight. Yeah. And again, he John, thirty against. He went for thirty against the the Nets four games ago. What do we like? There's. They play what? their guys. They all play thirty plus. Guys, Every single one of guys. Jamal Mosley is out here playing all of his dudes. So well, not all of his dudes. He's playing his starters 35. He's, yeah, his he, starters. He's looking in at the Knicks, seeing what Tibbs does, and he's like, that's probably a good idea. Let's play my best players the most minutes, right? Like the, the other coaches in the NBA, what was it? Last night we saw whoever it was have like a, a 12-man bench. Like they, were, they played the whole team. Like the, the Knicks play their starters – uh, and the Magic have played the Knicks like six times already this year. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're they're picking up something there. So yeah, listen, Franz at, at 43. Yeah, I mean, if he gives you, you need 21 fantasy points, 21 and a half for 5x. He's averaging 25 and a, sorry, you need 21 and a half for 5x. He's averaging 25 and a half for the year. 6x is still less than 25 and a half. So. <laughs> Uh, I actually lied. It's that's 25.8. We're but we're basically there, right? Like you see, averaging six x return this year on his price points. What I'm getting at. So Franz the Wags is probably back into some some consideration. Probably it though for me. Anybody else for you? No. Eric Jones was playing a whole bunch of minutes. He, uh, he had five fouls. Wednesday, he had four fouls in like eight minutes in the first half. So he's been their best quote big man, but it's like, what are they going to play him against Jokic? I mean, come on. So I, I'm off Derek Jones, but it, it is interesting how he's playing himself into a bigger role. Power forward, Giannis is at 12-3 against the Thunder. As I mentioned, this is like a 13-point spread. Giannis is always capable of going for 60 in 25 minutes. He did it against Detroit, but you don't want to bank on that, right? I mean, like, is he likely to do it against the Thunder? Probably. <laughs> he could. He very well like, could. He had 45 fantasy points at halftime the other day. So, like, Giannis can do that. He's very capable of doing that, coming out, playing the third quarter, getting 60, and then but just, is that what you want to bank on? It's risky. It's easy. And he wasn't highly owned the other day either. He was, like, 5%. So, um, I think people are getting to that point a little bit with him as well. So, something to at least consider, especially – a slate where Jokic has Chicago, where we're probably going to want to play that instead. So Giannis is there. We talked about Tatum. DDR, 9K now. Are you worried at all about the price point with him? Yeah. It's the same. Like, he's still giving us 50, but I don't know. It's obviously not as nice. Like Siakam against yeah, Sacramento. Yeah, but still no Ananobi. It's, and it's also Utah, right? Should we yeah. expect him to have a good game against Rudy Gobert playing small ball? Yeah, it's tough. Or, or, it's tough or actually, he's even got um, yeah. so you know not yeah. not a great matchup, but a much better matchup against Sacramento. For him. Yeah, I think I think like a lot of people play DeRozan, and I think he's very safe, especially yeah. with no Vucevic. But he played Zinger. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's like you get some of the best front court matchup against Charlotte and. That is, he went for 33 actual against them, John. 33 actual. So, so bonus at 8-9, no one's going to play him because I don't think people, like, he's been underwhelming. So, I don't I think wonder, people play him. So, so, let me ask you a question here. Just look, I'm just, I, I wanted to look at it. So, Miles Turner played 25 minutes in foul trouble 
against Charlotte in that first game. Did that have a lot? Do you think that had a lot to do with Sabonis going off like he did if he was probably playing center for a lot of that game? I could have, but also we know that's not like I, I think 33 with Turner healthy is in the range of, or with Turner not sure. in foul trouble is in the range yeah. of outcomes because their front court so bad. Turner but, had 25 and 25, so he was dominating. <laughs> so. I, like who just who just ate them apart the other day? Something some nobody, right? Who did? Oh, it was Gafford. Gafford went twenty and nine against. Yeah, them. career career game. Obviously, look, the obvious chalk is Porzingis, but like, and and a viable viable chalk at that. He's gone 48, 56, 47, 40 in four straight games, and there's no potentially no Luca. So. The, the chalk is Porzingis, but contrarian play, Sabonis, contrarian play, Siakam. Yep, I'm with you there as well. Power forward, where do you, where do you, where do you sit with here? I, I liked Wendell Carter the other day, and then he got foul trouble, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what, what happened? What happened with him in that matchup against Brooklyn? He played 18 minutes in that game. So. Having to chase Kevin Durant around, maybe? Maybe he only had one foul. That's weird. Interesting. Oh, that was the eye injury. That was the eye injury. Okay. He suffered an eye injury and then left the game. Okay. Yeah. And then he was cleared to play the next game. So sure. Thirty fired up thirty plus. You're probably minutes. right though. It's Durant. Probably not a good spot for him. Having to chase Kevin Durant around is probably not fun for many. People. Probably not fun for anybody. All right. Is there anybody I guess at this at, other in the lower tier of power forward that you like? I mean, do you go back to Matu? Do you trust that at all? So he's gonna start, yeah. Right. That's that's really what we have going for us. That right. is going to start. He did come back and get it for us there at the end. Yep. But so he's also way more expensive now than he had been. Yeah, I think if he was under 4K, I would, I'd think about it. But he's not, so I'm probably not thinking about it very much. It's uh, it's probably like you just use Franz. Yeah. Or. Use Franz. Yeah, you just use Franz if you want to. No, I think he's too expensive. I think the one value, well, if Brown doesn't play, well, is and Rob Williams is questionable, right? As well. Are you really gonna say his name? Say it. (laughs) Say his name. Chris Boucher. (laughs) In. (laughs) No, I mean Grant Williams is good. Thirty minutes, (laughs) six of twelve shooting. Look. I I have to, as fantasy players, we have to adapt to what the board is giving us. And he was really good. So if he's 3,300 starting, there's no Brown, there's no Rob Williams, then sure, 3,300. It's a tough matchup for him. He's going he's gonna to have Anthony Davis at least to start that game. Well, no, because um, AD is starting at center right now. Okay. So he would have Mello, which is not an easy matchup, but like right. on the other end, sure. probably gonna get a couple open looks. True, true, true. There. All right, center. We have Jokic against Chicago. Even on a back-to-back, I think it's the clear top. Did you see what he did at half today, John? No, I don't look. Where's where's he at? So at halftime, well, it was halftime. He had uh, 27, six and. Four. He knows how to play basketball. So. <laughs> in, one, in one half. So yeah, that's he's 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 good at the basketball. He's good at the basketball. So yeah, Jokic against Tony Bradley, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, sign us up for that. Valanciunas is is I hate the price, so I don't want to go there. Yeah, nope. Uh, but it's a good matchup against you know they generally struggle there. Uh, 
John, John, it's still go this, we go right back to Aiton. Doing, yep. I mean, it's seven hundred. Yep. It's and it's the matchup. Like it's yeah. if it's not the best center matchup, it's a top three center matchup. Minnesota, Charlotte, and Dallas. Those are like the three matchups you attack, and Aiton's just still too cheap. So yeah, yep. I'm going back there. Yeah, I would go Aiton. I would still consider Bamba against Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, double double mm-hmm. in that matchup there. Rashawn Holmes against Siakam. I mean, maybe they go Birch. Maybe they keep Birch. They're probably gonna keep Birch, right? Probably keep. Birch. Yeah, they'll probably keep Birch starting tradition. I mean, Holmes isn't like a traditional center, so they they could probably match him and maybe start Svi. But we'll see if if they if things stay the same and it's Birch, then you know, forget what I just said, and it's probably Birch. Right. Uh, Miles Turner at 64 GPPs. I think you yep. can definitely throw him in there. Zubac. Against Pelicans, against Pelicans, he's playing a bunch of minutes. Does the back-to-back for you at all with him? A little. 27 minutes, 13-7, 2-1. He got into such a good start, but the Clippers got waxed in the second half. Yeah, I guess, like, if Batum sits, they just don't have, like, front. They started Amir Coffee at power forward. They just don't have, like, able body. So, by, like, default, I think Zubak is fine. And if you don't want to go there, you just... Pivot to Stewart. Yep. Isaiah Stewart's at 5K against Golden State. Ed Davis emerged from his crypt to go ahead in this tonight against Golden State in 28. It's actually kind of funny because 28 minutes, he finished with 7 points, 14 rebounds, and 2 blocks, which was the same stat line he had in half. <laughs> so yeah. in 14 minutes, he had 7 and 14. And in 28 minutes, he finished with 7 and 14. So he was just floating around the floor, I guess, for the second <laughs> half of the game. Whatever. But Stewart, for sure, against Golden State. And I just checked, James. Brooklyn does not play on Saturday. So <laughs> there's no, I don't think there's a risk of LaMarcus Aldridge sitting. In fact, in fact, they don't play again until Monday after this game, James. So what a kick in the pants that LaMarcus Aldridge played a season-high 30 minutes the night after playing nine, to everybody's surprise. 37 fantasy points, 24 and 7. He went for 34 fantasy points against Orlando in that first matchup in just 22 minutes. So I'm going to have to trust that he's not going to get sat, and I have no problem going there again. He's actually good. He's good. He's a good player. I'm like, You're literally, I can hear you laughing, talking yourself into <laughs> It was such a good match for him to never play, <laughs> and now he's going to play. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Plumlee went for 30 fantasy points against the Pacers the, other, the last time they played. Yeah, uh, no P.J. Wash. Yeah, we played 30, 33 fantasy points the other day as well. If you do worry about the back-to-back, Hartenstein's 39. Could trust that with Zubac there. Yeah, uh, maybe. Trying, trying to see what else do we want to do. James Robinson Earl. Last four games, 20-plus yeah. minutes. Against last, Milwaukee? I mean... Like, yeah, I get it, but, I mean, did Bam sit that game? No, Bam played against them, I believe. And then Christian Wood. It wasn't, like, two easy matchups in a row for, for Robinson Earl. Three of the last four, 25-plus fantasy points. He's starting now. I mean, like, I'm not, like, it's not my favorite play, but I do think it's, like, him or Tony uh, Brown. Bam did not play in that game. Dead Bam did not play. Okay. Good. Well, good to know. Well, Either way, like him, Tony Bradley, I'm playing him. Him or like chasing 13 rebounds at Dwight Powell, I'm playing. If Kem Birch started, would you play him at 3K? Yeah, it's Kem Birch. He has 
he has 14 actual like halfway through the third so he was like pretty good for us the magic at times and then last year when he got 14 three one and two in 20 minutes tonight against utah so yeah if kenbridge starts again that's the that's the value that's That's the the uh davis from uh thursday I agree with you. Three thousand dollar Kimberch. So in a matchup that we they play ten, so we won't know. Great. We'll hope. Yeah, we'll hope. We need Chua out for this one. Is Chua already out yet, or just questionable? No, not out yet. Yeah, so we'll need Chua out for for three K Kimberch to be a viable option. So anybody else that you're looking at here tonight, James? Nope. I think I think that's good for me. Yeah, I'm with you on that one as well. We'll have a full day of content for everybody. If you have any questions, you know where to hit us in the Discord and on Twitter. For James, John, we will catch you guys later.